Welcome one and all to the Glorious Movie Show, the most glorious movie podcast in the entire galaxy. On today's 135th episode, a galaxy far, far away is getting itself a doctor. The DNA test is in, and Alec Baldwin is not Batman's father. Some Looney Tunes are getting their own movie. Rotten Tomato diversifies not one, but two Dwayne Johnson stories, and has Tom Cruise redeemed himself to Foxes. All that and more on the Glorious Movie Show. I am the glorious one, Mr. Moody, and I fucked up without... Because I didn't have the audio on for the opening song, so we don't have that for the uh, for the audio uh, for the video version on YouTube today. But uh, <laughs> the person you can hear and laughing in the background is Foxes on the Run. He'll always be honest with you when he's not ill. Foxes, how are you doing, mate? I've been in hell. <laughs> been in hell. No, not really. I've been sick the past couple of days. Uh, I ventured outside and did a lot of yard work and. Um, Let's just say my allergies really got the best of me these past couple of days. It's been nothing but soreness and uh, pretty much a face full of mucus. So it's been fun. It's been great. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is don't go outside. <laughs> I can do that. I don't know how I'm going to do that with college, but I will do that somehow. That's okay. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's it's been okay for the most part. Like I've uh, been watching some Agents of Shield with Megan, eating you know, eating some pretty good new dinners, you know, that we've been trying. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, I watched a movie. And a movie. I, yeah, I finally got around to watching a movie. I wish it wasn't a movie that I saw. Oh, poor bastard! I feel for you already, and I don't even know what it was. <laughs> Uh, I'll talk about it a little bit later. It's not going to be like a full full review, but yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, no, it's 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 been okay for the most part. It's been okay. Just dealing with this and just trying to get better. You know, stuff like that. I haven't been streaming either, so it's been kind of strange. Strange. Mm -hmm. oh, things have been strange. Um, I went to go and get my mugshot taken from my college. <laughs> so I am now an ID college. I am a full college student. I start for nice. next week and everything. I am so looking forward to it. Um, if anyone is wondering, the schedule is now going to be changing from next week. We will be going back to a one episode a week. Uh, a week. It's just a guy just can't do it can't do two episodes a week uh with my college and everything like that i'm going full hard into my college and i think if i get homework i'm going to be doing the homework and everything so uh not that i didn't do it when i was at school that's the reason why i'm going to college so that's why i'm trying to but let's leave it here or there um i'm looking forward to it but yes so we're going to be starting from now often for uh recordings on fridays now uh, i will drop mm -hmm. both uh the audio will drop an hour after the the youtube version i will drop it the same day as <clears throat> for that from now often mm -hmm. um i have an elgato on the way that should be intriguing um I, hopefully that means i'm going to be doing some gameplay uh, for games and everything uh, my aim is to hopefully i'm going to start the walking dead season on series on my xbox i've already played all of them before but i've never played them on my xbox and with the final season coming and the last episode the first episode of the final mm -hmm. season already out i'm going to start season one i'm going to drop them individually each day for each episode um like hopefully if my elgato say, say my elgato comes tomorrow don't know if it will mm -hmm. uh, i will drop the full season of season one uh monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday mm -hmm. and i think weekend off the next weekend is obviously Spider-Man, so I'll be going full hard in Spider-Man. Then the week after that will be 
hopefully five days of spider-man gameplay then i'll probably go back to the walking dead gameplay of season two then go shadow of the tomb raider <laughs> it's gonna be a lot I, i've got i've got plans <laughs> hopefully i will be able to pull this off all, all this happens over the weekend so i can do the gameplay and everything hopefully the gameplay capture and recording over the weekend and everything so that'll be my aim for that what have i been watching i started watching again um avatar the last airbender i love that show it's one of one of the best shows mm-hmm. been dropped for ye- out for years and everything I just had this urge and I'm thinking, I'm gonna watch them all. Even the, and I'm even, then I'm gonna like finish Angs and I'm gonna go straight into Korra. Because I, uh, I really liked Korra's show as well. So I'm gonna go straight into like, what's so that's, a, that's seven seasons of shows. That's, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, that's gonna keep me occupied for a while. Um, but other than that, I haven't, I haven't watched a new film. Oh no, I watched Hamilton um, 1 and 2 with my partner. She'd never seen them before, so we watched them. Such mm-hmm. delightful little films, they really are. They're just so charming. You watch them and you just are smiling by the end. And you just be like, God damn it. This little bear. <laughs> so charming and adorable. And so polite. <laughs> God damn it. It's so good. Even even though it's batshit crazy, everyone's just like, Hey, look, there's a bear in the train station. There's nothing wrong with that. It obviously happens all the time. It's London. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who knows? Obviously, London accepts a lot of things. They might have giant lizards running around all over there. Who knows? That's why I've never gone before and probably never will. Who knows? Uh, but other than that, that is it. I've played Rainbow Six Siege a few, a bit, with uh, uh, our friend Fixer and Crash. Had a lot of fun with that. Uh, can't wait for the new operators. I so want to try out the new shield defend operator. <laughs> Everyone's mm-hmm. just like, ugh, shield up and shield defender. I'm just like, yeah, Raven, give me that. I want to run around and block it, everybody. <laughs> I'm just going to block off the She's interesting. Oh, yeah, because it's on the it's on PC and you can do the mm-hmm. test thing, can't you? The test servers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've tried her and the, and the new character. I, I think... Uh, I think she could be good if you've got a really, really coordinated team. Uh, I think the other guy is really good. Like uh, I think that it, it, <sighs> the shield girl is really good as far as actually being able to be good on one-on-one fights because she can stun from a really good distance while having a uh, while having a shield. Yeah. The only downfall is is that if if one of the other teammates flanks you while you're doing your um shielding well your shielding and your ability um it can uh i and i'm pretty i think if i remember correctly if you have someone locked inside of it you can uh or like like, like locked in the stun charge thing you can't move as quickly like to the right or left um i could be mistaken there but usually she gets outflanked and she's dead so she's always she i i, I I'm gonna admit she's really good with like having someone else around you roaming with her and like you know actually you know being you know someone's face and have someone uh, protecting her while also you know when you when you're her yeah so it's a typical shield except with attack shields I've noticed that you can be pretty good on a two-on-one fight because all you have to do is you know go into a defensive mode and just back yourself out or if you really if you're really good enough go into the attack and really and you know switch in between your two um like you know your two uh abilities i know what you mean 
not abilities, your your your, your weapon and whatnot, and, and your and your and your melee. If you're good, if you're good at switching in between those two, uh, that's pretty good. With her, because she's a lot like kind of like Montaigne, it's hard for her to like, oh, I'm gonna whip out my pistol and and, and actually shoot somebody. It's just like you got to be pretty fucking close so you can be, end up meleeing them. But you know, if you can stun them enough, then usually you you can uh, you can do pretty good. But that other guy was it Maverick? I think um, he's. He's kind of brutal. <laughs> brutal, what? OP right now? I think he might be OP right at this moment, but I could be wrong because he, he here's the reason why. People like using him for peak holes, you know, and, mm-hmm. instead of actually be, being able to just, you know, use thermite to just breach charge through a room, all you can do is put yourself a little peak hole and, and shoot people on the other side of that wall, and you don't have to get inside there anyways because the because then if most people are d- are dead in the room, you can walk in through the main doorway and it won't matter. Mm-hmm. So he's 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 kind of nuts right now. I have to admit. Uh, so uh, I think I think they're going to be both interesting characters. I can't wait to see see what you think of them and get to try them out. Yeah, I don't I don't think they've released. Uh, when they're coming out yet. So, yeah. Um, well, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move straight on. As you know, we are the Glorious Movie Show, and we give you a weekly dose of all things movie-related news and offer a little bit of insight into what it all means, but with zero insight. You can find us live from next week, every Friday, on youtube.com slash outerlives. Audio version will drop the same day on Friday, SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, a little more housekeeping, go to the outerlives.net webpage where you can check out the latest articles and podcasts. Um, we've just dropped our latest episode of the Outer Lives podcast where me and Ben went in in-depth of the cultural media bonanza, bonanza, basically, what was the KSI versus Logan Paul fight. Now, I'll say right now, both of us say we have not watched the fight. We did not watch the fight, neither of us. We were talking more about what it has done done for the medium in the world and everything and what it did i don't even know anything about this really except those two people and supposedly there's a fight that's the only thing i've known the only thing <laughs> i know the only thing i know if you haven't watched it guys good for you just like i did uh, but it went all over on twitter and everything that it was a draw so that's the only thing i really mm. know um i've got the latest episode of tanked up podcast where obviously you talk drinks and alcohol what more do you want guys drinks and alcohol it's the same thing drinks and games what more do you want guys that's <laughs> good it's a good combination unless you don't drink like i do just watch it either way it's good it's good it's now on youtube.com slash our lives which we hit 100 subscribers this week Booyah, motherfuckers. We did it. Thank you for everybody who subscribed. Now we're on to the charge. 200 subscribers now. We're on that charge. If you want to hit keep up with all content, hit that subscribe button. And also hit that bell button because YouTube hates small careers. Unless you like KSI and Paul. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Let's get straight into uh, the news. And we're going to start on one. That's not even on the docket, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new and final trailer for the most anticipated film for me and Foxes. We've bitched about each trailer, apart from the posters. The only thing they've done right is the posters. Well, you talk, you know what I'm talking about. The Predator dropped a new trailer, or the final trailer, should I say, today. And this might be the worst trailer they've done. I'm just going to say it for me personally. I think it's complete and utter. It's taking this from Christian Harloff. Garbage. I hated this trailer. I hated it. 
absolutely <laughs> hated it. Because like, I'm just like... <sighs> I'm looking at the people. I'm like watching the trailer right now. If you're watching us live on YouTube.com slash Out Lives, like, you'll, see it, you'll see the tra- clips of the trailer. And I'm just like, you did, 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 did. Praying to God because your character seems annoying, dead, <laughs> and all that. You know, that's what I'm like right now. I, I think it's funny that they do not show the child at all through this trailer. At all. You don't see Jason yeah, Tremblay's character uh, whatsoever. Um, well, you, you, you see him in that, uh, in, in, like in that, in that picture with Olivia Munn, but we've seen this picture before already. Yeah. You know, where he's like, he's like cowering behind her, kind of sort of thing. But, uh, but other than that, nothing new at all whatsoever. Yeah. All I want to know is like, oh, predator. Do you know how to hide? Because this one, you don't seem <laughs> like you know how to hide. Like, it's just yeah. I, I, I know. I noticed a lot in this that. Okay, the action looks solid. Like as far as like the like the killings and the and the predators like doing things, I'm like, that's all you know, it looks cool, like like in respect, but that's only giving a nod in the credit to the action side of it. Not not anything of actually being like, Holy shit, that's a new amazing tech or holy shit, that's really smart or holy shit, you know, it's just like it was just kinda like, Oh, okay, you know, you, you got some choreographed cool fight scenes, I guess, you know, like like kinda sort of bit. But yeah, like there's just ramped up action that it doesn't seem like that the predator's hiding at all or being a hunter in any sort of aspect. And I'm like, uh, you didn't show this off very well. Oh, and let's not get even started with the stupid looking predator dog. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I literally stopped and stared for like a good solid 10 seconds. It was just like, are we really doing this? Mm-hmm. Are, are, are we seriously considering this? <laughs> I feel like they literally just thought, yo, they they were not, they didn't like the big predators in the last predator move. So we're going to do it right this time. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. That's what Shane Black basically pitched. I can see it now. That's what he pitched for this movie. <sighs> I'm sorry, the trailer this is terrible. so bad. I'm this so, so looking forward to this movie. And why? How? How can me and Foxes not be excited for a Predator movie? We love the Predator. We love those films. Even the cheesy bad ones we like, apart from Alien vs. Predator, they, they, we just, like the bad uncle we never talk about. <laughs> Especially <laughs> ABPR. Like, that's the even worse uncle sorry, that you want to talk about. Always, that's that's in will, jail. I'm sorry, <laughs> I will defend that one more than the first one. I can't stand the first one, I'm sorry. I hate the first one more than the second one. I'll defend this. I'll def- if it was a battle between those two, I will always watch Requiem over the original. I would always do that. Don't know why. I the both bad, but no, I prefer the second one to this. But that's like that's that's just like yo. I've sprinkled a little sugar on this shit, but it's still shit. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what they did. With One's Red. just stinkier than the other yeah, <laughs> in but... some retrospect. Yeah. Like, you have no excitement for. I, I, yeah, I, I really don't either. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I I wish I could sit Shane Black in a room. I'm like, here's how you can fix all of this. And you can fix it very easily, very quickly. And it would make so much sense. Sure, maybe the average movie, movie goer might, you know, might not get it. Maybe they will. Who, who knows? Who cares? But if you had like a little excerpt in the beginning, it wouldn't matter. If you were to make this Bad Bloods versus True Bloods, as far as uh, 
as far as predators go. Bad bloods be, uh, meaning uh, they are exiled predators who are much more crazier and maniacal and like just kill just because they want to kill and and not and but they still have their hunting qualities. Um, versus actually the actual true bloods, which are true hunters. This would this would make all this go away, and it would make it so much simpler. You don't have to have one bigger than the other. You don't have to have the stupid, the the stupid predator dogs. Like you, you. Oh my God, Shane Black, what are you doing? <laughs> Shit looks, looks garbage. So let's move on to our next the the first official story. And I'm just gonna say right now, this story right at the beginning makes me more happier. Yeah, all our all all stories of articles are from Collider. And this one is written by Adam Chipwood, as a lot of them are, basically. Filming is already underway for Star Wars Episode Nine, but the trilogy capper isn't done casting just yet. Per Variety, Doctor Who, Alum, and the Crown Star, Matt Smith, has signed on to join Star Wars Episode Nine in an unknown but key role. He's the person who's going to flush everyone down the toilet. This is the second <laughs> additional casting to the announced after to, to to be announced after episode nine began filming, following in the footsteps of Dominic Mo Mon Monaghan, I think. Yep, yep. Pippin, who was in Lost in yep. Harry oh, Harry Potter, <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Rings, the Rings trilogy, <laughs> and also Lost. Addition, what was announced last? Uh, he was really good in Lost. Actually, I really enjoyed his character. Uh, didn't watch the show, can't comment it. All I, only thing I know, he died. Or they all did. At that time. Oh, yeah, I mean, they all did, so it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, Foxes? I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Matt Smith. Matt I Smith, think he's yeah, yeah. One of the... I, I think he's, like... He, he has that one big movie, and I think he could be... Star superstar all over i think he's that good he really is what are your thoughts my yeah. friend uh i'm down for this i mean yeah i like matt smith i love him as doctor who i i really enjoyed him uh in um oh fuck what's 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 that more recent movie he was just in pride and prejudice and zombies Yes, actually, I did. I did enjoy him in that. Like, it was a bad movie, but you know, it was whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but then again, I, I you know, I, I, I always enjoy Matt Smith and, and whatever I see. To be honest, as of late, the more and more he's in it, the better, it, the better and better it becomes. Um, uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, this is great news. I mean, yeah, like, why not? Like, it's adding talent to to a project that I'm already excited about, and fuck yeah, more. The better talent, the more talent, the better. Do not disagree. I just, I'm very intrigued by the words of a key role. Key role, yeah. Now, um, uh, there were two key roles in the last film, and that was Benicio Del Toro mm -hmm. and uh, Linda Hurd, I believe her name is. I might be oh, oh yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, they were key roles. Yeah. I liked Linda Hurd. I thought what she did with a character I, thought I really liked and how she went out. I'll take my hat off. I'll stand and pray. Oh, for yeah. For that, how she like, goes that out was in that just movie it. in the last yeah, year. Yeah. She's absolutely was mesmerizing how, how that happened. Benicio mm -hmm. Del Toro was a load of garbage. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was all that great. Yeah, yeah he, he was many... okay. He was literally just a plot device. That's all he was. Sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 no. You're absolutely fine. You have Benicio Del Toro. You don't make him a 
I'm sorry, you don't make him a bad guy, a full-on bad guy, a psychopath, or or a, a dark uh, Jedi, or a dark or a Sith, or anything. You don't make him that. That that for me is literally saying opportunity missed. You screwed up there. I'm not gonna deny it. You messed right up. He could have been amazing. It could have mm-hmm. been amazing. He really could have been. Mm-hmm. But we're never going to get that now unless they like, oh, unless they were to make him return with a mask on and raise as a different character. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But that's never here or there. Matt Smith cannot wait for the series. He's my doctor. He'll always be my doctor. I love him as the doctor in Doctor Who. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. The amount of times he. That's like so many times. Just when his pure acting made me tear up. What how he did mm-hmm. sometimes it was absolutely mesmerizing, and how he regenerates just I'll cry all the time. I won't lie, I won't lie. I mm-hmm. cry all the time. It's it's. It, I'm just like I know it's coming. 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 And just how they do it was just like oh, heartbreaking. It, it, it was a it was a gut punch, then a nut punch, and then a kneecap all at <laughs> a sequence all at once. Basically, it was us. I'll still remain to say I'm still yet to this day surprised. I mean, obviously they wanted the franchise to keep going. Obviously, so so they they were going to have some kind of written some sort of you know however you know it was going to go that you know we got to keep this franchise going. But I'm still surprised that they wrote it the way that they did to have him like rejuvenate. Like, I was like, wait. The people that he fucked over for so long decided, you know what? Let's give him another shot. I was like, okay. Uh, I mean, I, I was still genuinely like, because like, I expect like, you know, whenever you get to that finale and you, if you watched Doctor Who as long as Moody and, and I have, it was just kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next story, ladies and gentlemen. That is, well, Alec Baldwin both joined and exited one movie within 20 or 48 hours. Is that, uh, again, written by uh, Adam Chipwood and Matt Goldberg this time? Todd Phillips' Joker movie continues to expand in, in its cast. The Hollywood Reporter reported that they now added Alec Baldwin as Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father. The Hollywood Reporter cited sources who revealed that the, the that this version of Thomas Wayne would be a cheesy, tanned businessman who is more in the mold of the 1980s Donald Trump. Huh, who has he been playing a lot lately? <laughs> but then, two days later, Alec Baldwin took to Twitter to state for the record that he has not been hired to play the role of Todd Phillips in Todd Phillips' Joker movie. As some Donald, Donald Trump marquee, as Donald, some Donald Trump marquee, stressing that it is not happening. Folks were split as to whether this meant that the Trump part of the character was untrue or whether Baldwin was denied denying the casting yeah. altogether. It appears it some, was something to the latter, as the U, as USA Today reports reported. Uh, that Baldwin has pulled out of the films, citing scheduling issues and adding that he's sure there are 25 guys that can play that part. If you're looking at the pictures online, they've got a very mm, sad face of Donald Trump as him as Donald Trump right now. What are your thoughts to this? It's 
it's it's always a weird 48 hours like how he was how how the fuck do you put out a news piece about something that you're like by the way this is happening but yet we haven't really completely 100 percent confirmed that this is actually happening we're just saying it's gonna happen i'm just like wait what this false ass, like, like <laughs> fake ass, fucking lying ass bullshit that you're trying to feed me right now? Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, how, how how do you how do you not nail down exactly what you're actually going to do first? Getting it in writing, getting it in stone, getting it on the proper pages. That ha- that is actually your documents and actual legalese and so on and so forth to actually make sure that you can say this with clarity and 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 truth and and everything with it behind it and put it out there before you even actually go to Alec Baldwin and be like by the way do you know uh, uh you're you know can you do this do you want to do this or are you going to do this you know you know sort of thing when really he's like i never even accepted such a sort of thing <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about you know and this is crazy man like what <laughs> it's interesting to see that thomas wayne looks like he's going to be in the movie whoever plays him we obviously still don't know um yeah. I and think, as a as and as a Donald Trump, you know, Marky esque, you know, like, yeah. uh, like that doesn't sound that great. I'm gonna be honest. That probably put him off. Oh yeah. Personally, if he actually was legit interested, it would that probably put him off. I think. Wait, you just want me to do my Saturday Night Live stint? That's all you want me to yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah, pretty I'm not much. Do yeah. That. I'm not gonna do that whatsoever. You are personally destroying a character. Uh, for a lot of people and everything, and that's no one yeah. wants to see that. Um, that's, this this, is the this only... does not shape up well for the Joker. That's the thing. That's that's one. That's one uh, mark against it. I won't deny. Everything else has been fantastic. What they've said about it, like, um, like so you got Whacking Phoenix to play the Joker. You got uh, mm-hmm. uh, who was it? Tommy Lee Jones, is it? I think we reported along with. Um, Zazie Beats in it as well, and other people. They've got a cracking mm-hmm. cast joining this, and I think I won't lie. Out of Baldwin, I think would have been an amazing choice and everything, but but like I say, I think it's literally just because. I mean, you know, Alec Baldwin's a, a a great you know actor, and yeah. you know, him playing an actual real good actor would have been nice. It'd have been refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I will. It's it's a shame. It is a shame. There's no doubt about it. Um, but like I say, I think it's literally you want me to be Donald Trump. I'm not going to do that. You can go out yeah. and get someone else to do this. I'm not going to do that. Sorry, but I'm not. That's 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 a shame, especially if they both say, "Okay, yeah, this is how you're going to have your hair. This is how you're going to have your suits and everything." And that does seem that for me kind of screams very uh, political right now towards mm-hmm. to, towards the president and everything. And uh, whatever, whatever you should, that's whatever how it is in America with him and everything. That's, I don't know much and whatnot. But that, that for me, sounds like it's political towards Donald Trump. And I just mm-hmm. feel like, why destroy, use this character to be destroyed by, just because you want him to be like Donald Trump? That just, it's a, it just sounds wrong, personally, for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Let's move on to the next story that literally came out from nowhere. Written by Matt Goldberg, Warner Brothers is dipping its toe back into reviving its Looney Tune characters for the big screen with Coyote versus Amic? Inic? 
Uh, a birdie chases after all the time. An animated movie which will put the widely coyote... Acme. Acme, whatever. In the spotlight. Co according to Variety, John and Josh Sillabin, Sillab Silliman, it's all, uh, who do, I think wrote It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, have been tapped to write the script, while Chris McKay, who directed Lego Batman movie, is on board to produce. This came out of nowhere, and and this mm -hmm. makes me think. I'm also thinking we've never had in this movie before, and it's actually surprising with the library. Except for the except for the Space Jam movie, which yeah. wasn't about this, but you know, yeah. yeah, no, we we have we've never. Well, there's been other Looney Tunes movies, but like not anything but focused on this budget to the main screen yeah. and everything. We've never really had, and that's very surprising of me. And I'm, you know what, Warner Brothers, I'm gonna say go for it. Go for it. Why the hell not? It can be funny. I think it will be funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's all I can say. Really, you could. For all I know, this is their new universe. Wait, wait, wait. You don't. You don't consider Looney Tunes back in action at proper budget with uh uh, uh what's his face? Uh, Marlon Brando, isn't it? No, it wasn't Marlon Brando. Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser. That's it. Why did I say Marlon <laughs> yeah. Brando? I don't know. It's a good thing. No, no, I don't. That was not a good movie. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like remembering that movie either. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you want me to actually answer that question? No. What are your thoughts on this this possible movie? This is really interesting. This really did come out of left field. Like this is. I wouldn't. Well, they possibly do what? They knocked it out of the park by giving us a curveball. Yeah, it's 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 just kind of like, you know, it's like I'm not gonna say no to it because I really want to see what it's like, you know, like 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 I actually am interested interested to see what they have going for it because this could be, I mean, this could be very interesting because this is very different. I mean, sure, it's bringing back an old property, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if they can actually, you know, f you know, fill it out with with a um with a story and whatnot and I, yeah i'm down for this like, this out. is this this is interesting you know i think this is going to be a batshit crazy chase across the world type of story where somehow Probably. that coyote just keeps on surviving after normal all <laughs> the time um and yet somehow they're gonna throw in heart and i always give films mm -hmm. points when if they throw in heart to it honestly and they're gonna make you smile and that's all you need to do that's all you need to do. Yeah. And you do that. You can. You've got a recipe for success there. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. This, okay. could, this could be. This is their Looney Tunes universe expansion. Basically. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah I, I guess they could technically kind of bring it back. And and then they'd be like, by the way, there's a one movie we've been working. We, 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 it's so so. What if they do this? They're like, you know what? Let's gauge the audiences and see if they'd actually be interested in this and, and like what and whatnot. And then after this releases, like six months down there, it's like, by the way, we just wanted to see how you guys would take to this because, by the way, Space Jam Two is coming and everyone loses their shit. And everybody's like, what? Well, there's always been rumors uh, of Space Jam Two. Yeah, um, LeBron, LeBron James. LeBron, yeah, yeah, so, and, and 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 what if this is like their way of like you know, let's see if people would actually be down for this, you know, kind of sort of thing. Well, we when they've done that right, they've done it right when studios have. So let's yeah. move on to our next story, ladies and gentlemen, and that is Rotten Tomatoes. 
Oh, Rotten Tomatoes, Potato Potato. Either way, written by Adam yeah. Chipword, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes is making some changes with regards to which critics are proved to appear on and influence the all-important Tomato Meter. In the past, Rotten Tomatoes has approved or declined the cr a critic's status based on the publication they write for. Now, in an effort to boost the diversity of voices weighing in on the, to on the tomato meter, Rotten Tomatoes will make changes to consider individual critics regardless of the reach and perspective importance of their outlet. Instead, increasing focus on the critic's individual qualifications and body of work. Key values include insight, quality, audience, uh, which uh, including uh, se serving in underrepresented groups and de uh, dedication. <clears throat> this, uh, qu this quote is from Rotten Tomatoes itself. Um, Over the past few years, our team has added hundreds of new voices to the tomato meter on top of the thousands we currently have. With a goal to, of creating a critics pool that closely reflects the global entertainment audience. An entertaining audience. Said Je uh, Jenny Jed Jeddy? Uh. I think. Jeddy. Jenny Jeddy. That's one hell of a name. Jeddy Jeddy, if that's right. Rotten Tomorrow's Critic uh, Relations Manager. We took another key step to today by revamping yeah, our cool. critics criteria that both shifts our focus to approving critics individually rather than through publication and introducing updated guidelines for newer media platforms to be part of the tomato meter boxes they are diversifying should we apply to try and become a rotten tomatoes guy person we do reviews mate we do reviews we should. I think we should. We'll fail, but whatever. I mean, if, if, if you feel if up for the test, let's do it. Hell no, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? It's a good idea. I'll say right now. It's a fantastic idea. It is. I just don't hope... Or I just hope this doesn't get lost in the minutiae of, like... Because, because you know, people are going to bitch about this in some sort of form or matter because people are stupid. Isn't it bitches? I, Never. I shouldn't say that, dude. Stop calling people stupid. Um, I don't call them stupid. <laughs> you can call them stupid how about that okay. uh p p uh you know some people are gonna bitch about this and i hope this just it like it doesn't get caught up in the loss of minutia and they're like fuck it we're not doing it you know i like i really hope that that just doesn't it just doesn't you know come of it i don't think it will because this is a good idea i agree with you i think this is a really solid idea and if they really really have their thumb on this the right way then yeah yeah it's a good idea audience score <laughs> because those bastards can be tortured so badly mm -hmm. as we've seen through the last jedi mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's a great movie guys <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many people i've i've had conversations with they're like no i didn't really care for it and i'm just like wow I, I really thought that i i, I had some assumption that actually that Star Wars was going in the right direction for people to actually enjoy, but uh, I don't know what they want and what they need, but I don't know. I, I, I guess we can't give it to them. Yes, we can. We can do anything if we believe. <laughs> Let's move on to our next story, ladies and gentlemen. The article's written by Matt Goldberg. Universal has released the new trailer for First Man, directed by D Damien Chazelle. Uh, La La Land and uh, who directed La La Land uh, written and right, bleh, 
Written by Oscar-winning Spotlight and the post-co-writer Josh Singer, the film is based on the book by James R. Hansen and chronicles the story of the NASA's mission to land a man on the moon. Focusing on Neil Armstrong between the years of 1961 and 1969. Don't know why I've changed my voice there. Ryan Gosling fills the role of Armstrong in the film with Emmy, Emmy winning the crown actress Claire Foy playing Armstrong's wife Janet. Boxes, what did you think of the trailer, sir? It's a damn good trailer. Like, this is a... Like, it, it does a really good job of showing the stress, the tension, and the 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 realistic nature of it like in a sense of like you know the uh you know neil armstrong looking very you know it's like the more and more like he speaks the more and more he you know he he says the things the way the way he says like you can tell it's like we have to get this right because it's our fucking lives you know that kind of sense of realism you know it's just like he, he um uh uh, fuck, I just had his name and now I lost it. Ryan Gosling uh, is doing a great job. I think he is really, really feeling uh, or um, doing a, a, like, you know, he's what I'm feeling from the trailers. I have a feeling that he's going to give me in this movie. And this, this is a damn good trailer for this movie. I'm looking forward to it. This trailer is brilliant. Brilliant trailer. Very well done. Um, the, the reviews are starting to come out I think it's right now at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes so it's again critical love uh, to what I'm hearing though the most is the love mostly goes to Claire Foyer she clearly plays uh, Neil Armstrong's wife apparently she is absolutely fantastic in this movie they, she's powerful she's intimidating she just says the right words to say yo why are you doing this and basically questioning them and saying and saying you have a legit reason why you should be questioning this and everything uh ryan gosling again he's an amazing actor he's an amazing actor he, he's so well good um i'm still waiting for one thing though i'm guessing they're gonna dance at the end of the movie on the moon yeah. Or start singing on the moon. I don't know. I'm just going off what Damien Chazelle's last two movies were. One was Whiplash, where it was all about drums and music. The next one was La La Land, about dancing and music. I'm expecting some kind of dancing or music thing on the moon. I don't know. But this does lead us to our email. Yes, we got an email. This <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, you must be wondering, wait, how can I get an email sent to you? Well, if you have a topic or question you would like us to talk about on the show, then email at us anytime at the glorious movie show at gmail.com. And our glorious email is from Mark and it says, Hello. Hello, Mark. Is the first man trailer showing us too much? I feel they should not they should not be showing him standing on the moon to give the trailers more intense and intrigue. What do you think? Stay glorious. Thank you, Mark, for that email. Boxes. What do you think? It's a possibility. I'm not going to rule it out. Uh, I think it is a possibility. Maybe they're they're showing us some stuff that, that you know that we could have you know we could have seen in the movie. But I have a feeling that you know they're trying to keep some things that that are much more uh, emotional and you know um, close to the heart as possible. Uh, and leaving a and leaving or trying to leave, you know, some of those bits out while also giving you the whole roundabout of the story. Sure, 
I think we all expected to see him at the end of the movie on the moon, and if we didn't, I think that that would have been a mark against it. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, it would be like, wait. So we saw everything leading up to the rocket launch, and then that was it. That was the end of the movie. <laughs> I'd be a little bit upset about that. Just just a tiny bit. It'll be okay. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a possibility that they could be showing us too much, but I have a feeling that they're not. I have a feeling that when we actually see the movie, it's going to be like, wow, that was extremely tense. And I need, I need to relieve this tension with some food or dairy products or something. Yeah. I'm talking about dessert. <laughs> <laughs> For me, no. Um, if it, this is a, was, so to say, a huge thing that impacted the planet, basically. Uh, not only was it amazing for america obviously but the entire world basically was watching this day yes i wasn't i wasn't born then i uh, sorry um <laughs> but it's the same type of thing when it goes to like say the titanic james cameron's film the trailers showed the titanic sinking because we knew it was yeah, gonna happen. True. we all knew it was gonna happen so why why hide away from it you shouldn't hide away from it and it's the same thing with this he lands on the moon we know he's gonna land on the moon don't shy away from this it's it's not about how he gets to the moon it's the adventure in the middle that's what they're doing, telling us here that's the story here about it it's not how it's not the it's not like i said it's not him landing on the moon it's the adventure and that's what we're going to go on i think they're going to what the trailers the, the trailers are showing us i think it's going to be a great adventure the critics are saying it's a great adventure so that's what that's what we're getting here so i have no problem if it was like something that we didn't really know about um then yeah you can keep some suspense and everything like that uh but it's kind of like whenever someone does probably in another sadly a 9-11 fil film they're gonna show in the trailers the planes hitting the towers or something like that you know they're gonna do that because we know about it everybody knows about it for god's sakes when those type of things uh if, it, if but if it was something like very minutiae very small then uh, that we didn't know much about then yeah that type of thing can be kept back maybe hinted on and everything but other than that no if it's a big world event that basically happened yeah yeah you show it for me personally i have no problem with it uh let's move on to our next story ladies and gentlemen and it's the first one of the rock article written by adam chitwood it has been a spell since we've heard anything about the big trouble in little china remake which is an understandable it was understandable when you're dealing with someone as busy as Dwayne johnson that is right so when colliders adam chitwood recently spoke with uh iram garcia president of production at seven books productions and one of the producers of big trouble in little china he was cur curious to know the status of the project and uh, how this remake would differ from uh, john carpenter's original <clears throat> as it turns out gassi revealed that the plan now is not to remake carpenter's film but to create a continuation to of that story his quote is, there's a lot of things going on with Big Trouble in Little China. We are in the process of developing that. And let me tell you, the idea is not to actually remake the Big Trouble in Little China. You can't remake a classic like that. Or what, well, say that to other people who remake remade classics. So what we're planning to do is we're going to continue the story. We're going to continue the universe of the Big Trouble in Little China. Everything what happened in the original exists and is standalone. And I think there's only one person that could ever play Jack 
Boat Burton. So mm-hmm. Dwayne would never try to play that character, so we are just having a lot of fun. We're actually in a really great space with the story, and that's what cra- uh, and that's what's cr- cracked, cracked. That's what we've cracked. Uh, cracked. Yeah. I didn't read it properly. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no remake. It is a continuation, and we are in deep into development on what that is as well. Boxes, what are your thoughts on this? It is a continuation, not a remake. Are you happy about I- that, sir? Yeah, so I really like the sound of this because you know what it sounds like. Uh, it sounds like uh, you know uh, uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. You know, in, in in a sense of like, oh, we're making a sequel. Well, we're making continuation. You know, sure, it'll be linked to the other stuff that happened. You know, er- earlier on because yeah. even though I haven't seen the movie, everyone's already told me it's like, yeah, no, they're like it, it does nod and and pretty much obviously you know shows a lot of hints to the original which is great in 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 its own respect because i i think that as far as something as like big trouble in little china yeah it should remain in its own kind of space you know because it's an event that happened in this you know so and so you know movie you know universe um and I like the sound of this. I think it's actually a really cool idea. Uh, and I like to see who Dwayne's going to play, where they're going to set it in. And, you know, it, is it going to be called like Big Trouble in Little China? You know, it'll probably have like a, a subtitle or something like that. Or maybe they may even like retitle it all, all together, you know, a little bit. But it'll still remain under the, the Big Trouble Little China umbrella, so to speak. Um, I like the sound of this, actually. I think it's actually this sounds interesting and cool and i actually i'd like to see what they have in mind you know when they come out with a trailer and or synopsis little haven't seen this movie (laughs) you should watch it it's fun man it's a fun Uh, it's a fun movie it's cheesy as fuck but it's really fun i do like a cheese i do like cheese i won't deny that Mm -hmm. um yeah and you know what this screams out because i heard a lot of mixed feelings on this but this screams out they've decided we're going to listen to the people and that's a good thing for the Rock. Apparently, he's going for president in yeah. 2020, so he needs to listen to the people. So, oh man, can you imagine the Rock? Hell as yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> and he's still going to make bloody 20 films a year, mate. <laughs> he's still doing a bugger. He's going to be well. See, see, that's that's the scary part about it. He can be the worst president ever, or he can be the best president ever. Like he can be the worst because he's so goddamn busy and he never has time for anything, and or even the United States. Or he could be the best and be like, no. I can handle all this because I'm the fucking rock. I am Atlas for God's sakes, and I can rock it. I can rock the world on 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 my shoulders and then some. Which you know that'd be He's that'd be amazing. Arms, if he, did. he can hold a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just imagine him walking in the commons, and all you hear is this WWE noise. If you see me, <laughs> <laughs> what the president is saying. Dude. <laughs> oh, I can so see that. I can so see that. But we're not here to talk about the rock's possible possibility of being present in 2020 or applying for it anyway who cares we're here to talk about big trouble in little china and i think it's a good idea like i said they've seemed like they've listened to the the people saying uh, they were mixed on it so doing a sequel making it a sequel is the best thing like it's like even what you brought up john Manzi is a big big thing that literally screams out well we did this as a sequel it was almost a billion dollar movie hmm, what can we do mm-hmm. with big trouble in little china all right people mm-hmm. All they have to do, the Rock, the Rock's movies pretty much always make money. Mm-hmm. They always do, and they're always big, dumb fun. And I Rampage made money, did it? It's international box office saved it. 
okay. it's like um, okay. I think it's over is over movie that dropped this year. Tower, high tower, skyscraper. Like skyscraper yeah. that's right that's right, right a, yeah. it's 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 a national box office that saves his movies all the time but mm-hmm. um they love him they eat him up oh hell yeah we do <laughs> we do we eat him up and we still and there's still a yeah. lot left of him after we've eaten up mate yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> but yeah he's absolutely i think this is a smart idea i think it's a good idea i think it would be funny to see kurt russell in here somehow We've seen they've worked together before. I would love to see him work together again. It's somehow, just a nod. This will be less like say, just a little nod. Him come and save their asses at the end or something. That'll be brilliant. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on straight to our next story. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have two stories of the Rock Duran Johnson, written by Vincent Mancinos. I think I don't know. Not even going to attempt again. The unofficial <laughs> king of the known universe. Maybe future president. Dwayne Johnson is officially set to play Hawaiian King. I love this name. Kamehameha. <laughs> I love it. Kamehameha 1. Or Kamehameha the first, or in the historic epic The King. The film which will be helmed by Back to the Future and Forrest Gump director Robert Zemeckis. Set off in a bit of a bidding war thanks to the script from Braveheart writer Ro- Randall Wallace. And Johnson's proven ability to be lift the box office, a blockbuster after block blockbuster upon his frighteningly wide shoulders. The project, which will eventually land, landed in the hands of New Line Cinemas and Warner Brothers, in an inter- in, in, in uh, is an intensely personal one to the actor himself. Deadline notes that Johnson expressed a desire to play this role on the set of The Mummy Returns, the movie that turned him, turned the actor into a horrific CGI crab. Oh, but also launched The Rock from wrestling ring to stardom. Boxes, apart from the amazing name, what is completely... Now I see where Dragon Ball Z got the name from now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we'll see that now. Like that, that it all all sense now. It, uh, the world is now complete. I know everything. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? This, like it says, it seems like it was deeply personal to him. And this also, it's Rob Zemeckis. He always, mm-hmm. all, of his, all of his films always are Oscar, are always Oscars. And this seems like this is not a even though they want him to be because he brings blockbuster after block, he brings money all the time. It seems mm-hmm. like he's doing this not just not for the blockbuster. It seems like he wants to throw out his he's, acting skills here. Yeah, he's uh he's <clears throat> deeply personal and involved in uh, uh I don't want to call it Hawaiian culture. I'd like to call it Maori culture, maybe. I that that, that maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. I, 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 I may, I may be mis- misspeaking there, uh, but uh, because he he one knows the dances, two knows the culture, three has family that that are still pretty much tied in it, and he himself thrusts himself into in, 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 into those um, you know types of types of deals. I mean, like we we uh, there is legit video and and pictures of of the man and and an actual maori get up to uh to to actually do do the ritualistic dances and uh and he and he knows them personally because this is the it's his culture he wants to be a part of it and i think something like this really spoke to him it was like please because you know i'm not an expert and you know well maybe he he is even considered as an expert now but like uh he really wanted to be a part of this i'm pretty damn sure and i i 
why say no to that? You know, because he obviously knows, you know, I'm sure he knows quite a bit of it and you know, he's going to do one, his homework two, um, uh, his best and three, uh, he's going to be the fucking Dwayne, the rock goddamn Johnson for God's sake. So why not have him, you know? Oh, he has like, he you could see more Wana. If you look mm-hmm. at Wana, he put his heart and soul and probably even his his essence into that into Maui mm-hmm. with his dance mm-hmm. with the dancing, the singing, the how he with the ritual dancing and all that. He did that. He went on full on onto that. And it's that film, not even though it was an animated film, kind of feels like that was just an appetizer to this type of movie for him. And Maybe, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Hey, if you've seen The Fear of the Furious, the last Fast and the Furious movie, at the beginning when you see Rock Duran Johnson's character, Hobbs, he is managing a football team, a soccer team, should I say, here in America. Uh, it's football, guys. Leonardo. Come on, Siri. Um, his team does a, uh, a Samoan dance. They do that, and it's crazy, and it's brilliant. Samoan, that, thank you. Yeah, that was the word I was I absolutely thank you. loved it. I was just like... Yeah. And he's like going full on tongue and going blah and going yeah. and it was yeah. brilliant. It was brilliant. I was just like, yes, I just that <laughs> the rest of my life. I was just like, yes. like I love it. Like like when you see like here for like New Zealand rugby, they always do mm-hmm. the hacker, and he does mm-hmm. it. And you can see, I, I bet he does that type of dance thing for when he's about to hit the gym. For God's sake, so he scares Maybe. the to weaken them to say, "You will." <laughs> will lift you today <laughs> the dude's in the gym every fucking day <laughs> yeah he's there for like four hours i think he like and he bench lifts easily maybe even longer <laughs> yeah, he basically lifts 10 of me yeah pretty much i think <laughs> it's 20 of me <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, we didn't mean that in a sexual manner but it just came out that way <laughs> <laughs> Yes. This is awesome. I'm down for this. Yeah, I think this could be the best I think we could ever see from him in the acting position. He's he's getting better and better with acting. There's no doubt about this. But I just feel this could be this could be him. And I can't even though it's probably going to be at least a couple of years out still. I cannot wait for the first trailer. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for the first trailer. And Dragon Ball Z, I think you need to give the name back. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> when I read it, I was just like, wait, I know that name. Kamehameha? Hey, I know that. Hey, didn't that the move from Goku? They, <laughs> they use the power of their king, which is the secret king of, you know, of yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson to power, the, to channel their, their energy through, through themselves to use their Kamehamehas. Yep, 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 yep. That's that, that you, you know I think you nailed it there with that initial. <laughs> well, let's move straight on, ladies and gentlemen, to our sponsor. Want more card game coverage? Well, check out our sponsor for all things card games. Buy TCG.cards, offers sealed and single products. And the best part through our partnership with, ladies and gentlemen, is our glorious 7% off on all items. Use discount code One Live Up. Low prices have just got lower. Visit www.buytcg.cards now. Let's move straight on to... Should have been the first story, but I thought I'll put it back. I'll put it back. The new trailer for Bad Times at the El Royale, baby. 
Written by Adam <laughs> Chipwood, 20th Century Fox has released the new Bad Times of the RRL trailer for the upcoming thriller. The film hails from writer and director Drew Goddard, who previously made his directorial debut for on the refreshingly surprising horror film The Cabin in the Woods. This new, completely original thriller looks to, to be a similar twisty as it revolves around seven strangers each with their his or her, her own secret meet at a mysterious rundown hotel in the Lake Tahoe, Tahoe, Tahoe. Am I saying that wrong? Uh, yeah, Lake Tahoe. Yeah, no, well, right. there I go right for once. Over the course of one night, each each person gets the one last shot of redemption. Boxes, what did you think of this amazing trailer? I already thought the first one was pretty damn good, and this one's even better than the first one. I uh, this is this is a really good trailer. Like I. It shows you pretty much already kind of what you've already seen, plus a little bit more, all, along with um, uh, along with some really good voice acting, actually, that's a part of this trailer. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I I was down for this movie the, the first time we saw it, uh, you know, just ju just for the um, just for the poster. I was down when we saw the first trailer. I'm still down for the second trailer and that much more. I really like the look of this, and I think it's awesome. <sighs> That's all I can say. Just truly. Yeah, he's just really happy to see Chris Hemsworth with his shirt open again, and just saying, and and saying the one line. It's a little quiet in here. Gives me the willies, and then flips the coin. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. And all wet too. And then it helps you. <laughs> and all wet too. <laughs> <laughs> this this film literally, I think it's probably my most anticipated film of the year. That won't for the rest of the year, should I say it. It's up. The trailers have been fantastic. The cast look amazing. I can't say anything about him because I'll go really wrong really fast and I might get banned. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Um, <laughs> it all looks brilliant. I love the one line from um, Jeff Bridges. Uh, uh, something was it. No, run out of ammo, get the whiskey or something, is it? Or something like that. It's some amazing line. I can't remember what it was. I apologize. Oh, at the very end? Yeah, it's so brilliant and so well done. Jeff Cramsworth uh, looks like he's having that blast. He looks like he's. It looks so good. I can't mm -hmm. wait for this movie. I really. I think it's going to be batshit crazy. You won't know what the hell's going on. You won't. And by the end of it, you'll. St I think by the end of it, you're still going to be going, what the hell did I just watch? Why was it so glorious? Yeah. But it's still batshit <laughs> crazy. I'm just feeling that. And seriously, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be amazing. I do. I love the trailer. I think yeah. it's brilliant. So well done, Drew Goddard. When you you Cabin in the Woods is a fun film and surprising and twisty. Yeah, I love that movie. It's very well done. It came out of nowhere, and this one seems like it's gonna be just as good. That's all you want. All you want, and mm -hmm. I think he says, "Okay, I'm out of ammo. Get the whiskey." I think that's what he says. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But, oh, <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth's creepy ass dancing man—it just looks wrong. And the stare he's look giving you is crazy. And you're just like, "Oh God, I, I I should be running now, but I can't." That's what I'm like. That's what I want to watch it when I see him doing that dance. I'm just like. I, I should be running away and he's going to murder me right now but I can't run away I'm kind of stuck to the ground right now I'm like, <laughs> I will not move that's what I feel like every time I see that but it's so good the trailer's so so good I love it I love it let's move on to see 
If Foxes Loves This, ladies and gentlemen. Written by Adam Chitwood. You're going to have to wait a bit longer. Don't know why I start singing. To the <laughs> to kick the tires and light the fires. Paramount Pictures has pushed Top Gun 2's release date back by a full year. Opting to release the sequel on June 26, 2020 instead of its original plan July 12, 2019. Bow. Pre-shoots took place this past May before Tom Cruise went off to conduct the Mission Impossible Fallout press duties. <clears throat> Principal photography is now about to get underway by, as casting has heated up by hitting that uh, July 2019 release date would have been a bit difficult given the technical nature of the shoot. Per deadline, the movie, the move... Pardon me, the move is being made to allow the production time to create the incredible flight sequences so the film can be great. Cruz reteams with his Bolivian director Joseph uh, Kozanicki, I think, on the film. Kozinski. That's close. On the film, which has been in development for years. Originally, Top Gun director Tony Scott was going to reprise his directorial duties when Scott died. Sadly, the future of the project was unclear for a bit. But clearly, Cruz and producer Jer Jer Jerry Buckenheimer were passionate. That's close. Was, yeah. was, we'll see you ruined it. Were passionate about getting Top Gun 2 made. Boxes, we're going to have to wait a year longer. But does this make you happy or not? Of course this makes me happy. <laughs> the, longer this, the longer this waits to come out, the happier I'll be. <laughs> Actually, you know, I should be the other way around. This should just go ahead and come out so it can fail, and then that way you can get on to making better movies. <laughs> I'm being mean. I'm being mean. I'm not going to lie. I mean, those movies don't really fail at the box office. It's as yeah, the I box know, office always saves them, just like the rocks. I know, I know, and and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, like, like this this will do well for him. I mean, obviously it will, you know, because people love Top Gun. Uh, but uh, it I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm guessing that the reason that they have to delay it a year is because maybe they're realizing okay the shoots that we've made aren't exactly what we were completely looking for so we really have to polish it up and actually you know fine tune it and make it better and so you know therefore that might be the reason either way like i mean it's you got to do what you got to do to to put, a, put out a quality product and that's what i always want him to do you know it's, uh, you know uh tom cruise but do I want this over with as soon as possible yes is it, am i happy that it's delayed a year Yes and no. Like, you know, yes, because in a realistic sense, I want all products to do it their best that they can so we, they can put out what they want to put out, you know. God damn it, how do I know this is going to show up at some point? Uh, but I also want it, no, because I want this to get, I want, I want this to be over with so I can get sci-fi Tom Cruise back. And I'm just going to talk over as much as I can. So I don't <laughs> I'll stop it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good, it's the perfect idea with what they're seeing with the flight sequences everything. So they need to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a smart idea. It's the best idea. It's a good idea. Can't say anything bad about it. I think the, the I can't say anything bad about the cast he's brought together. 
the cast is very intriguing reported on it like i think last week if not two weeks ago mm-hmm. with the new up-and-coming stars of these day, the of the of around these days uh, the, the, the young talent i mean yeah like uh I, I, the, the the one or two that i did know that i was like okay i'm you know it's pretty it's pretty interesting i i, I will admit that i don't know much about the other ones but you know that doesn't mean that that there isn't some talent there you know i'm looking uh, i'm slowly looking forward to this i think when we see a trailer we're going to be like damn that bastard got it right hasn't he and that's what you're gonna be that's what you're gonna be like by the end you're gonna be like that i know you are uh, we'll see <laughs> damn it but you're gonna be like well like these films are not aimed for us there's no doubt about that we know that yeah, yeah. we know that yeah but <sighs> the only thing i think that holds this film back is that is it too late just like Blade Runner last year and so on mm-hmm. and so on but we'll see what happens like I say Tom Cruise has international appeal he always pretty much breaks it even when it comes to his movies it's rare that he yeah. can flop that's very true so um, it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting let's move on to our next story ladies and gentlemen I honestly don't know if we need this but either way written by Adam Chipwood it's official the Quiet Place sequel is happening. Paramount Pictures announced this week a Quiet Place 2 release date for May twenty May 15th, 2020, which firmly puts the horror follow-up on the studio's calendar, making it a priority. The first film was originally story script by Brian Woods and Scott Beck, and when John Krasinski, the greatest man on the planet right now, one of the most sexiest man. like it's between him and chris hemsworth all the time for me basically right now especially <laughs> with that beard of his has was offered the film as a starring vehicle but he pitched a few changes to the screenplay and his intention to direct paramount sparked to the idea krasinski starred alongside his real life wife emily blunt and the film was a massive success earlier this year grossing 332 million worldwide against a budget of just 17 million this is not surprising. It's not surprising whatsoever. We knew it was going to happen. We reported on it earlier this year when we like when the film came out. It's still, it's still top three films of the year for me. Mm-hmm. If they nail it, fantastic. If they don't, we still have the original. That's how it is. Um, I. F- yeah, that's how it is for me. Basically, I, 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 I deep down don't want this, but I'm. F- they're going to do it. I can't stop them. My, they, if, my my only real question out of all of this is is that will he return to direct? Obviously, he's not going to return to to act because you know, well, not going to spoil it. All depends. You know, we don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, well, I, 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 mean I, guess, I guess he could. This yeah. could, this could be this could be based completely. This could be based in the same world, but 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 be completely different. You know, yeah. like you know, matter. You know, surrounded in the world. You know, it doesn't matter though. Yeah. Uh, but. I want to know if, if, if they're both going to, you know, if he's going to return to direct and if his wife is going to be a part of it as well. Because to be honest with you, like every every actor and actress in that movie was top notch. I I I I, 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 I take I, I take my hat my hat. You're not wrong there, lad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I like like you know uh, even the children. Yes, top notch. Yeah, like like I, I mean that as well, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. If you can still throw that right back in the exact same place again, because it because it wraps up and because it it, it just well it doesn't even wrap up it just it no, just ends the way it needs to end in in a very in a very 
great manner. I mean, just 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 to just to put it, you know, as is. Um, and so I just obviously this is going to happen. Moody Moody was right to say that yeah, this was this was going to happen. The moment that they said, "Hey, we're considering a sequel," it's like, well, fuck, yeah, this is definitely going to happen then. Um, but at the same time, I don't know what to I don't know what to expect from this because. I don't know who's going to be on board, who's who's going to be a part of what and where it's going to be really kind of taken. You know, so I'm a little bit timid about all this. But at the same time, uh, I hope I, I hope it's still amazing talent, a part of this, you know, all, all the amazing talent that came from the first one. You know, just think one thing this time, uh, Christmas next year, we probably have a trailer for the sequel that's true that's true that's going to be very intriguing uh, i agree with one thing yeah it, john krasinski has to come back as a director he has yeah, to for sure it yeah. has to um i don't mind if it's a completely different family it doesn't bother me whatsoever that's kind of make that guy actually makes me kind of go you know what that's not bad that because yeah how it yeah, ended yeah. was perfect um I don't know how you could continue with their family personally. I know, how, obviously, with how it ends. And everything. I'd like to see a different family. Yeah, basically, I, yeah. I'm just—it's kind of a spoiler how I'm going to say this, but basically, uh, uh, Emily Blunt's character is basically going to go all Ellen Ripley on their ass. <laughs> the <laughs> <Pretty end>. much. <laughs> That's the simplest way I can say it. But um, it was—it's a yeah. Like I say, it's probably still probably the best film of the year so far. Easily, like I say, it's top three for me. Like I said, the top three for me right now are this, Black Klansman, and uh, Ready Player One. So, mm-hmm. which you still need to see. Please say you'll watch it before bloody our top ten at the end of the year. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably end up watching it just because it'll probably be in your top ten. Yeah. Oh, right now, yeah, nothing's knocked it even out of the top five, mate. It was number one for I think two weeks before this came out. <laughs> I, I do I do hope it also gets its money too. I'm not gonna lie. It did. It did. Oh, it did already break. Okay, good. It made money. Yeah, made money. Okay, good. How good, much? Good, good. We don't know because the budget hasn't been released. Well, because well, uh, I knew it was a little bit difficult for Mega to go see it, like in, in a theater near us. So I, I was wondering if maybe this only got this only got played at like selected theaters, and so I was a little worried that you know. It, because of how good it is that it might it, it, if it did do selected theaters that it might not make its money you know because you know so and so forth but good very good actually awesome yeah i was so happy for it i've watched it like 10 times since i've owned it i'm atrocious with it and i've read the book like 20 times i'm terrible i'm addicted to the are book. we still talking about black clansman no, i'm talking about bloody ready player one <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I thought you were talking about Black Klansman. I thought we were talking about Ready Player One. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> we uh, we literally crossed our wires, crossed the T's, crossed the J's, crossed the whole, crossed everything. Oh yeah, no, I, I meant so selected confused. theaters for Black Klansman. Uh, Is Black, Black Klansman, Klansman in your top ten? Yeah, easily top. Okay, three well then, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm probably going to need to watch that too. Then yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, again don't want it it's gonna happen please i'm praying to god it's gonna be good and again john krasinski has to come let's move on to our final story ladies and gentlemen article written by adam chitwood sony pictures had released the first trailer for the upcoming film the front runner co-written and directed by jason reitman uh the the political drama is a chronicle of the true story of gary hart a politician who was the frontrunner for the 1988 Democratic presidential nomination until he dropped out over allegations of him having an affair. A lot of presidents have that. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that. But that's neither here. You've got Hugh Jackman 
in the lead role. And I gotta say, trailer's good. I like the trailer. It's a decent trailer. I think it's really fun. Um, serious. You see the why. Just from the trailer alone, you see why people were gravitating towards him in 1988 or 1978, whatever. I can see from the trailer alone. And I think it's going to be brilliant. Hugh Jackman looks like he's having a ball. He looks like he's serious. He looks like he's ready. It's This is like Hugh Jackman saying, Agamir got nominated. I now want that statue. That's what this yeah. trailer is saying. What are your thoughts yeah. here, Mike? Uh, yeah, this, uh, like, I'm not gonna say Oscar bait right off the bat, but I think that they're trying to be somewhat of a contender and, like, actually, you know, be, um, uh, also, like, not pave it, pave its own way, but, but, it, like, like, in some sort of fashion, like, it's got its seriousness, it's also got its comedy, it's, you know, it's, it, it seems like for a movie that's probably trying to chase the Oscar, uh, it, seems like you know they want to take a few liberties you know it's like let's not go all drama in it let's not go all tension you know so on and so forth and like and like keep keep it keep it a little bit light while also maintaining on something something serious and something uh that you know that you know is um is considered I guess kind of taboo to 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 really you know try to throw on screen. Well, no, no. I guess it's not taboo for screen. I guess it's more so. What I'm trying to say is, is that like you know, let's let's try to beat the bush a different uh, a few different ways, so to speak. But yeah, I like the trailer. I, I think it's really interesting and really cool. That just seen the part where literally Hugh Jackman literally just. With just his lines and everything alone, just literally says, mm -hmm. "I'm coming for that statue." Basically, um, <laughs> this for me, I, I'm completely opposite with you to the part where this reeks nothing more but Oscar bit. This film for me, it's, see the comedy. The comedy doesn't reek it so much. That's why. That's why I say it. most Oscar bait doesn't throw in throw in as much comedy as this trailer wanted to. That's fair to say. That's fair. There's no doubt about. It. I agree with that. Uh, J.K. Simmons. That, 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 that's my one big hang-up is the reason yeah. why I think it's like it's like it's Oscar bait while it's being a little bit different. Yeah. J.K. Simmons looking like he's having a blast in whatever role he's mm. playing. He looks like he's really having fun. Uh, Hugh Jackman, like I say, looks brilliant in it. I really like the trailer. I think it's really interesting. I won't lie because of what you what I know about your partner. This film's right up her alley. Oh yeah! As soon as I show her this trailer, she's gonna want to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just, just, just like, she's like she likes the political history and all that, doesn't she? So it's mm -hmm. right up our right up our alley. Mm -hmm. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. That is it. The email is done. The stories are done. Let's move on to our glorious recommendation, Foxes. What recommendation have you got for our listeners to go and check out, mate? So I'm going to not recommend something, and then I am going to recommend something. <laughs> And so I talked about a movie film that you knew not recommend. I can foresee it. Yeah, I don't don't watch the movie that I'm about to talk about. Was it Alien vs Predator? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so I watched a movie. I, I decided, you know what? Because I'm sick and because I'm laying down chilling, let me watch a movie. Let me let me watch a Netflix movie. And Netflix movies have been. They've been actually so -so. on. Yeah, they've been so so. They, they've been on, on an okay streak. Uh, but I do have to admit, as far as an, a Netflix original <laughs> for this movie, the only thing that this movie had was a twist. And no, I didn't see the twist coming, but at the same time, 
when it was when it was all said and done and over and it was just the twist that was the only like actually redeeming quality about this movie it's pretty bad <laughs> so i watched this movie called extinction uh, oh okay yeah, that's um uh one of my future wives can't remember her name she died pathetically in star wars revenge of the sith why am i farting on the name natalie portman she did no, 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 that was uh, Annihilation. Oh, shit, no, this is Michael Pena. Michael Pena, yeah, 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 Michael, Why Michael Pena. Yeah. My apologies. And, 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 and I like Michael Pena. Yeah, I, actually, I, actually, I actually really enjoy, I also enjoy Lizzie Kaplan. Like, I actually think actually, both the, the, the actress and the actor is actually pretty good. And they're, pre, and they're, they're pretty much the front runners of this movie, and also their children. They're children, uh, Amelia Crouch, who's played by Hannah, Hannah and Erica Tremblay, who's played, who's played by Lucy. Erica, Lucy is, is very much the, this movie is very geared around the general fucking like just action sci-fi bullshit that you've seen in many 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 other bad you know like sci-fi you know movies that just like you got the daughter who's always constantly scared and doesn't think for herself and just you know always has to be screamed at and told what to do and then you got the other one who's just doing shit and, and doesn't know what to do it's, it's there's so many story elements of this movie that are actually bad. But then what's funny is, is that there are other story elements of this that could have been really fucking cool. That have been really, really good. Like the like the alien bit. That's pretty much the twist. Which I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it right now. So spoilers coming up. If 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 you do want to see this movie, I don't recommend it. But you know if you do want to see it, spoilers coming up. The twist is that the aliens, quote unquote, the aliens that come to their quote unquote world. Uh, and the reason there's the reason why I'm saying this are humans, because what happens is is <laughs> so. See, this is this is such a good twist, but overall it just sucked. Um, androids or synthetics have uh, pretty much have been created very very early on, uh, and then. Uh, are trying or then trying to be pretty much become extinct. Uh, they're you know humans are trying to wipe them out, but the synthetics overrule them and pretty much push them off the planet to to live on Mars. You don't know any of this. You don't know any anything or any story element of that until pretty much the last fourth of the movie because the entire premise leading up to that is Michael Pena is like lost in his life. Like he's like, who am I? What's going on? And like throughout the entire movie, he's pretty much phoning it in. Like Michael Pena does his best, a best job of just to be like, huh? What? What's going on? Huh? And then I, I guess it's supposed to be chalked up to the whole thing. It's like, well, he's an android. And so he doesn't know. And he's supposed to be all like, you know, oh, what's going on? Well, you know, it's just like, oh my God, don't, don't fucking do this to me. Anyways, he then remembers all of his thoughts and remembers all of like the whole Android bit and that he's not a human and that he's not an Android because, you know, he sees his wife opened up on the table and he's like, what the fuck's going on with her? What's inside of her? And, he, and the human who is the alien is like, you don't remember. They've been erasing the androids have been erasing their memories for so long that they forgot that. You know that they weren't human, that the that, you know, that they were living on Earth and that this that this is their life. But. 
it's like it's got such good kernels of like oh that could be really interesting that could be really cool of like the idea of like androids overthrowing earth and like mars and earth that actually like going to war but you literally get this like invasion from this alien from this alien race whom you don't know as the humans to a point to where it gets to like oh that doesn't matter anymore they're going to take over earth and then kind of take Earth back a little bit, and then the, the androids are going into hiding. You know, so it's kind of like their extinction all over again. And then that's it. Nothing comes of it. And it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> You're telling me this whole movie was based around a guy who forgot that he's an android, who loves his android family so much that that's it. That's that's the entire premise of the movie. It was not very good. It was like I I really actually wanted this movie to you know because like it's got some bad graphics and I was like oh then it's got to have some good kernels of like actually like good solid writing and like good you know like good acting and whatnot. But Michael Pena phones it in. Lindsay Ka- Lizzie Kaplan is like the only person who actually tries to act in this movie and she and she's really the only shining star like. At first, I kind of thought she was kind of annoying at first, you know, but then when you really understand what, everything that's going on, you're like, okay, no, like, like I get it now. Um, uh, Michael Pena really phoned this in. Like, it, it's not a movie that, that, I, that I recommend. Uh, although, however, on the opposite end of that spectrum, uh, I am going to recommend Tau, which actually was good. Uh, I don't want to say anything about that movie. Uh, it's... <laughs> Sorry, it's not an amazing movie. It is a good movie, I thought, because it, it its premise itself actually holds up and it stays quite tense and actually and actually quite uh, uh, quite good. The ending's a little bit it's okay. Um, but I do have to admit, Tao is the better Netflix movie than Extinction, easy uh, by a long shot. So if, if you want something to just chill and like not really have to think so so hard on, go watch Tao. I don't I don't recommend watching Extinction. It's just it was really a bore. Like I was just kind of like, this movie sucks. I, I don't know why I wasted an hour and a half watching this, but it did, and so we're here. <laughs> you poor poor man. You poor yeah. poor man. And Michael, like I've never seen Michael Pena phone it in as much as he did, but he re- like he was just really like the entire movie. It was just kind of like, huh? <laughs> it was just like, what in the fuck is going on, Michael Pena? I know you to do so much better. <laughs> but it was just a paycheck for him, I guess. At the end of the day, those mm. are always the best, though. <laughs> for That's me, true. ladies and gentlemen, go and check out a Pixar movie called. Ratatouille. I like Ratatouille. Ooh, great that's movie. an amazing, great movie. Amazing Directed movie. by Brad Bird. This was before, or no? This was after the uh, Incredibles one, and he did this mm-hmm. one next. Uh, both great movies. Uh, Ratatouille, I think, is just so underrated. Uh, it's not underrated. That it just doesn't. It seems like it's like it's past now, and everyone's now thinking of the new ones. And I'm just like, no, don't mm-hmm. don't forget the classics. The classics, the ones mm-hmm. that make Pixar who they are today, and everything. Uh, so Ratatouille do, does does a really good job of showing you what Pixar can do in a very much different manner. You know, yeah. it's just like it takes it takes foreign re- really seriously and really well. You know, I, I really like it. I really enjoy it. Oh, uh, you spot on there. You're absolutely spot on. So go and check those two films out when you get a chance, ladies and gentlemen. Boxes, that is it. As always, mate, where can they find you trying to take over the world? 
when you're feeling better. Twitch and Discord, red bearded fox. And if you are watching us live at youtube.com slash lives, hit that subscribe button. And if you want to, to keep up with all our content, hit that bell button as well. Because like I said, YouTube hates small creators. If you want to even help us out even more, go to iTunes or SoundCloud, subscribe, follow, comment, five, rate us five star and everything makes it all go down lovely jubbly. For me on Twitter, it's at MrGlorious1 and for the Glorious Movie Show's Twitter, it's at GMovieShow. Thank you, Foxes. I hope you, thank you thank for powering you. through, sir. I know you're not feeling well at all, but thank you very much for that. Didn't want I'm to glad do I did it. I didn't, want to do it it done. I didn't want to do this by myself. I will not deny that. I did that once and I didn't like it. It was, it was terrible. I did not like it. I felt like, oh, nobody loves me. <laughs> Thank you as always, ladies and gentlemen. Stay glorious. Stay glorious. Stay glorious.